Hey, everybody. It is the Wednesday after the Saturday that I went golfing and didn't get the podcast done. <laughs> and then Sunday came and Monday and Tuesday and, I, you know, so I guess I missed a week. But here I am uh, in this crazy, crazy world of uh, coronavirus and the White House being a hotspot. And having uh, more cases in the White House than the uh, whole province of Nova Scotia, Canada. That's just one example. New Zealand probably has fewer cases as well. And the cases are growing. I saw today where a senior advisor of President Trump, and I forget his name, but he was supposed to be quarantining because he was exposed last week in several opportunities you know, there was the the um, Supreme Court announcement. There was the debate. There was uh, the Rose Garden. The, I don't know. This Several different things. He was supposed to be quarantined. And he showed up at a kid's football game with no mask. Really? I don't know. I don't get it. But anyway, uh, crazy craziness. And I feel like I'm in, in the breach. You know, you know, it's sort of in the, the, uh, I don't know, just the hollow. I want to hunker down. I don't know. I, how do you feel? Do you feel that at all? I, I feel that. I want to just hunker down and be, you know, sort of crouched down. But I'm, I'm sort of caught in this breach between the already and not is. I'm just caught in this breach of trying to figure out what it is that I'm supposed to do in the midst of all this craziness. And uh, tonight is the um, vice presidential debate. I don't know if you're going to watch that. I haven't decided yet. And, you know, there's just so much going on. You know, will there be a stimulus package? Well, will there be even a conversation about the stimulus package? And then the president, you know, sort of backed up on his declaration that there shouldn't be any conversations. And now he's, well, if you send me a bill to give people money or to bail out the airlines, I'm, you know, it's just chaos. As my good friend Charles Lacadera always said, it is just Michigas. Crazy, craziness, man. And, you know, there's, I suppose there's lots of, ways that we can respond. We can, you know, just work out. We can, you know, do the things we like to do, keep ourselves safe, make good choices. And then blind faith with a deep track has a suggestion. Maybe it works for you. I know it works for me. Try this out. Blind faith on Days to Remember. I'm Steeplejack. Howdy doody.
Had to Cry Today by Blind Faith. Blind Faith was one of those super groups. You know, it had uh, Stevie Winwood and Eric Clapton and Ginger Baker. And uh, it's just a, a great, great short-lived experience. And, and that really is one of the deeper tracks of um, Blind Faith. You know, you know, in the presence of the Lord and, you know, can't find my way home and that kind of stuff. But Had to Cry Today. Great tune, great uh, great riff. And um, I, that's how I feel. I have to cry every, almost every day. You know, not just because I'm grieving. Because I am. But, you know, something drops every single day. I mean, yesterday, Eddie Van Halen died. Um, you know, Johnny Nash died. Last week it was um, Mac Davis. Before that it was, you know, the same day was um, Ann Murray. You know? So, yeah, they're all older. You know? Well, Eddie was only 65. Perhaps consequences of his life, who knows, but cancer, sadly, you know, treated it for a long time. And so it seems like something drops every single day, um, like feels like it drops on my foot, you know. What, what is the, the best way for us to proceed? What is the best way for us to go? And it's just not clear. And so like I said earlier, I, I just want to hunker down. But I'm going to read the scripture lesson to you. It's from uh, Exodus, the 32nd chapter, verses 1 to 14. And so it's a little bit long, but bear with me. This is from the New Revised Standard Version. I like that version. I've always thought it was pretty, you know, genuine kind of translation, as opposed to like the King James, which is, you know, has a lot of errors in it, in my opinion. Others as well. You might like other things. But anyway, Exodus 32, 1 to 14. When the people saw that Moses delayed to come down from the mountain, the people gathered around Aaron and said to him, Come, make gods for us. Who shall go before us? As for this Moses, the man who brought us up out of the land of Egypt, we do not know what has become of him. Aaron said to him, Take off your gold rings that are on your ears of your wives, your sons, and your daughters, and bring them to me. So all the people took off their gold rings from their ears and brought them to Aaron. He took the gold from them, formed it in a mold, and cast an image of a calf. And they said, These are your gods, O Israel, who brought you up out of the land of Egypt. When Aaron saw this, he built an altar before it, and Aaron made proclamation and said, Tomorrow shall be a festival to the Lord. And they rose early the next day and offered burnt offerings and brought sacrifices of well-being and sat down to eat and drink and rose up to, to revel. The Lord said to Moses, Go down at once. Your people whom you brought out of the land of Egypt have acted perversely. They've been quick to turn aside from the way that I commanded them. They have cast for themselves an image of a calf and have worshipped it and sacrificed it and said, These are your gods, O Israel, you, oh, who brought you up out of the land of Egypt. The Lord said to Moses, I've seen this people, how stiff-necked they are. Now let me alone, so that my wrath may burn hot against them, and I may consume them. And you I will make, and of you I will make a great nation. But Moses implored the Lord, his God, and said, O oh Lord, why does your wrath burn hot against your people, whom you brought out of the land of Egypt, with great power and with a mighty hand? 
Why should the Egyptians say it was with evil intent that he brought them out to kill them in the mountains and to consume them from the face of the earth? Turn from your fierce wrath, change your mind, and do not bring disaster on your people. Remember Abraham, Isaac, and Israel, your servants, how you swore to them by your own self, saying to them, I will multiply your descendants like the stars of heaven, and all of this land that I have promised I will give to your descendants, and they shall inherit it forever? And the Lord changed his mind about the disaster that he planned to bring in his people. Here ends the reading from Exodus. May God add a blessing to us as we seek to understand what it means for the way we live our lives as faith-based people. I am Steeplejack, and these are days to remember. Give a listen. our gods we buy souvenirs admire our trinkets in front of our mirrors a hat with a cross a shirt with a star the names of our teens tattooed on our arms we're giving our gods at the moment of birth the gods of our fathers all others be cursed at the earliest age we memorize verse, the gospel as it is written. We swear at our gods and curse our riding luck from the side of the road where we self-destruct. We ask them to save us, to get us unstuck from the muck that we get ourselves into. stained glass and hand-cut stones we built for our gods such magnificent homes we visit sometimes but we don't stay long not when the football games are on we make deals with our gods to win back what we've lost and in our pants pockets our fingers are crossed lord give us this day Make these prosperous times And help us to cover our crimes Well, we go to the seers And say, show us the script That our gods have left for us Stashed in some crypt Our secrets, they say What has never been told Yours for a pile of your gold Gods, we wage holy wars, assassinate presidents and burn down bookstores, massacre children to settle old scores, yelling, our gods are great. Well, I 
our gods must be proud of the blood on our hands In the way we go conquering faraway lands In the names of our gods, oh may the glory be theirs Let the spoils and the plunders be ours We serve our gods in such humorless ways Rituals we do and laws we obey Sometimes in between we pray But how often do we say I love you I love you I love you Chuck Brodsky, a great singer-songwriter, and you might want to check him out. He sounds a little bit like Dylan, don't you think? A little bit, but uh, Our God's is the name of the tune. Of course, it fits nicely with the scripture passage from Exodus when, you know, the the people of Israel, uh, in collusion with Aaron, made a a golden calf. You know, that famous story of making the golden calf an idol that they could uh, worship. But isn't it true that we have other gods? You know, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and all your soul and on your mind. Yeah, well, not when the football games are on. I know when I used to work at a uh, Division One university, you know, when women's basketball in particular was a big deal. And, you know, people paid a lot of money to be able to buy tickets. You know, they paid money to pay money, which is what it came down to. And so we had a church meeting and said, well, I can't come because we have tickets. You know, it's like, really? Okay, so what is your priority? Well, we paid money to pay money, and we paid a lot of money to pay a lot of money to buy tickets. So we bought tickets. And, I, you know, I get it, but, you know, there is an awful lot of um, talk these days about cults and how this group or that group has become a cult. And of course, we think of uh, James Jones and Jonestown as being uh, one of the most recent examples. You know, the Branch Davidians, uh, you know, Wacko and Waco, you know, that kind of thing. But is it possible that there are people who are engaging in cultic activity, which, of course, is a form of idolatry. And uh, then we come to the Supreme Court. (laughs) How did you get to that, Steeplejack? Well, I don't know. It's kind of around the right way, but not that the Supreme Court is a cult per se. But there's a lot of talk that if this next... Supreme Court nominee gets approved and gets on the court, then the two that are already there, you know, uh, Clarence Thomas and uh, what's the other guy's name? I can't think of it, but uh, Alito, maybe? They, uh, the three of them would get together and turn over Roe versus Wade and turn over gay marriage and, you know, do all kinds of things that would... uh, 
disrupt the American culture. Oh, Obamacare is another one. You know, 62% of the people in America in a poll as of today like Obamacare. And that's up from like 40% back even a year ago. So I don't know. <clears throat> we stand in the breach and we, we're looking for leadership. I mean, in a sense, that's really what the people of Israel were looking for. They felt abandoned by Moses. He had gone up on the mountain. Who knows when he's coming back? Where did he go? Is he still alive? I don't know. There was some anxiety, some fear. But God was watching. And uh, they didn't trust that God had their back. So they turned to this golden calf. And Moses said, I mean, God said to Moses, you know, these people are perverse. They're acting perversely. And doesn't that fit with a lot of actions and conversation that we see in our world today? They're stiff-necked people, God said of them. They're stubborn. You know, the first little gap, the first little glitch, and they turn from me and they start worshiping a golden calf. Um, and and God was God was pissed, frankly. He was God was angry. And so uh, Moses had to step in to that breach and advocate for his people with God. I mean, usually we're advocating with God for our people, you know? I mean, in terms of, you know, intercession and, you know, healing, peace, those kinds of things. But here God, God was wrathy. And uh, Moses had to remind him of, you know, the promises that God had made and it's interesting how promises get broken. I mean, I remember, of course, back in 2016 when um, people like Mitch McConnell and Lindsey Graham had said, oh, we can't accept a nomination now. It's too close to an election. And that was in February before November. Here we are October before election, November 3rd. I mean, we're less than a month away. And they're thinking they can now turn around and, and do this. Does that make sense? And you have to wonder, at least I have to wonder, how wrathy is God about the way we collectively are behaving? I mean, I can take hits for it too. I mean, I will admit that I've not always been right. People have pushed my buttons and I responded, unfortunately, to some people. This is uh, chaos. It's crazy. Mishigas. But we are in the gap. And every day we have to measure how are we going to respond? Are we going to turn to golden calves or are we going to stick with God Almighty? There's one thing I wanted to say to you about the scriptures when they come from the Hebrew scripture, of course. This one isn't so much a problem, but in general, Christian people, people of the New Covenant, have to be wary and aware and mindful to not Christianize Hebrew Scripture. Let it be as it was 
about God's covenantal relationship with the people of Israel. Don't kind of try to Christianize it. But in the meantime, you know, we have to take seriously the way in which God was upset with the people of Israel, how God might in fact be upset with the people of the United States. And maybe, just maybe, each one of us has to get right with God in a way that we haven't yet. I'm Steeplejack. These are the days to remember. A little more music for you.
And that the land that I live in Has God on its side Oh, the history books tell it They tell it so well The cavalry's charged The Indians fell The cavalry's charged The Indians died For the country was young With God on its side Oh, the First World War It came and it went The reason for fighting I never could get But I learned to accept it Accept it with pride For you don't count the dead when God's on your side And then the Second World War It came to an end We forgave the Germans And now we are friends Though they murdered six million In the ovens they fried The Germans now But now we have weapons of chemical dust And if fire them we're forced to Why then fire them we must One push out the button And a shot the world wide And you never ask questions Okay, so a little music for you. Uh, you just heard uh, Manfred Mann with God on Our Side. 
And before that, of course, was uh, Van the Man. Give us this day our daily Van, Van Morrison. Be thou my vision from hymns to the silence. And Richie Fure. You might recognize him from Poco or from uh, Buffalo Springfield, but uh, that's from one of his uh, solo Christian praise albums, uh, Wake Up My Soul. Good, good tune. Rich, Richie and I don't agree much <laughs> on anything political, but musically, he's still one of the great ones, and uh, I enjoy his music very much. I just sort of put his politics off to the side. So. <laughs> and he, he puts mine off too, I'm sure, if he even thinks about it at this point. Um, so uh, we come to a time of uh, community prayer, uh, connected distantly but spiritually here on Days to Remember. And uh, I'll remind you that if you have a prayer request, and I don't get many, I'll tell you, but that's okay. I mean, you know, it's like you have a whole week to think about it. You could, you know, drop me a line, you know, uh, radiosteeplejack at gmail.com and at least say hi or, you know, whatever. But if you have a prayer request, what's going on in your life? Um, I try to imagine what's going on in people's lives just from the lives that I know. And, uh, but maybe there's something special you want me to uh, pray about so that we together can can pray. There's anywhere between, uh, usually between 20 and 60 people in the congregation here of Days to Remember. Um, and if you know of anybody who might like to listen to the podcast, don't be afraid to tell them about it. You know, it's, it's not going to cost them anything. There's no cost to them. And... Uh, you know, we don't do sponsors. We don't do this to make music, to make money. We just do this to impact your mood and impart a message, sometimes subtle and sometimes not. You know? So anyway, let's pray together. Loving God, we come to you admitting that we get anxious, that we don't always know which way to turn. We don't always have a direction. We sometimes lack leadership. Sometimes it's because we're not listening to your voice. Sometimes it's because there's a breach in the leadership in our government, in our country. Sometimes it's local. Sometimes it's state. Sometimes it's national. Sometimes it's even international, but yet, holy God, we sometimes feel lost and alone. And we turn to other gods with a small g, turning our back on you. Forgive us when we turn from you, your will, your way, your calling for mercy and justice and love. You're calling to affirm diversity and caring of all people from the greatest to the least. In this way, we lift our voices to you in concern for the many and varied maladies and struggles that are going on physically, emotionally, spiritually, in us, in our families, among our friends, our neighbors, people we see. We're mindful not only of the coronavirus, but we're mindful of mental illness and addiction 
people with fibromyalgia, chronic fatigue, chronic fatigue syndrome, post-traumatic stress disorder, people with cancer, arthritis, diabetes, There's so many different maladies, dementia. We lift them all before you, God, and pray that you would be the source of healing that they would experience and know. In that same way, we pray for the hearts and minds of all those who are preparing to vote either early or by November 3rd. Give them the wisdom and the clarity to think about what this country needs and how their vote might be best spent. We pray for the leaders, those that have the virus and those who are at risk of getting the virus. We pray for those who sometimes minimize the virus, try to equate it with something less than it is. And as we come upon the flu season, we pray for the way in which the flu and the virus might interact and prayerfully not to create greater comorbidity, greater risk, greater heartache. Hear all our prayers, O oh God as we stand in the breach, sometimes between ourselves and family, sometimes between ourselves and friends, sometimes between ourselves and you. And so it is we pray for unity in the universe between people of all ages, tongues, and races, proclivities, preferences, orientations. We pray for unity of the human heart and the human spirit. We pray that your wrath would not descend upon us. Holy God, we, as people of faith, often proclaim Christ as Savior. And so it is in his name we pray, remembering he taught us, saying, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. Forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever. Amen. I'm Steeplejack. These are days to remember. Here's a little more music. I can feel your presence in the summer breeze. I can see the distance. Between you and me I can catch your fragrance From an April rose Sure can hear your rhythms 
when the thunder rolls I can't taste you, think I'm supposed to What would people do if God was chocolate? Everyone loves chocolate, everyone would want him Want him all the time You can almost taste it, every godly visit Body for the spirit, body, soul, and mind. If God was chocolate, 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 oh, chocolate, chocolate, chocolate. Pray for an end to anger, get a Hershey's kiss. For each good deed, a Snickers, I could get used to this. Pray they stop the fighting. In the Middle East When the battleground starts changing To the chocolate fondue feast The world over We discover A whole new hunger If God was chocolate Everyone loved chocolate Everyone would want it Want him all the time You can almost taste it Godly visit, party for the spirit, body, soul, and mind. If God was chocolate, 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 oh, chocolate, chocolate, chocolate. Taste you, but I think it all through. I think it's all so true that God is broccoli, asparagus, and herb tea. All that stuff that's good for me. It may not taste divine, but it makes a good start. Building me a strong heart. So if you eat your broccoli and you drink your herbal tea. Finish your supper and you will see, you will see how it can be. God is chocolate, everyone loves chocolate, everyone can have it, have it all the time. You can almost taste it, every godly visit, a party for the spirit, body, soul, and mind. God loves chocolate. Chocolate, chocolate, oh, chocolate, chocolate,
hearts in the yard. He washes his worry away. Then he tends to his garden to keep his peace of mind, and the weeds grow taller than the corn. Daily praise to the good Lord for all He's been given, and waking to His family here among. La da 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 da, la da 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 da, da 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 da. Well, I'd watch as it blended into the wall. Of his workshop with his tools, his radio and wood. Then he'd come into dinner twenty minutes after call. Mom swore she'd kill him if she could. Then he'd play his violin to keep his peace of mind, and the notes roam round and round the den. Or maybe a farmer, or maybe a teacher again. La da 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 dum, la da 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 dum, da 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 dum, da Well, you just heard Marianne Rossoni of uh, Rhode Island. She grew up in North Providence and uh, she lives down, I don't know, Jamestown way now. But great singer, songwriter, tremendous person. And uh, you might want to check her out on um, any one of the places where you can pick up, you know, music. You know, tell her I said hi. And um, great tune. I think that's from her first album. Yeah. She's had about four or five. I forget how many, but she's really a good person. And, you know, you can get her to play. 
you can have her come play. She'll play. You know, she'll show up. She has a full-time job, but she loves to play, and she is a great performer. So give her give her a call. Mary Ann Rossoni. People Magazine picked her up years and years ago as being an up-and-comer. But, you know, it's a hard business, and uh, it's just tough to – she's got a niche, and she's content with her niche, but she's a great person. Before that was, uh, again, Chuck Brodsky. No, not Chuck Brodsky. <laughs> uh, um, I'm sorry, uh, Kayla Rain. Uh, if God was chocolate, you know, kind of a take. If God was gold, well, if God was chocolate, you know, a lot of times people God thinks Brussels God is Brussels sprouts and asparagus and kale and stuff. But what if God was chocolate? And what? Who says God isn't chocolate? Anyway, you've had enough of me. I'm Steeple Jack. These are days to remember. I'll leave you with a few more tunes, um, sort of a postlude, you know. Stick around for the whole postlude. You know, you're going to you're gonna like it. It's going to have some surprises in it. Honest and truly, I don't, uh, I don't kid you. So um, in the meantime, may the God who created you, the Christ who redeems you, and the Spirit who empowers you be with you today and evermore. Be at peace. Amen. Till next week, I'm Steeple Jack. Bye.
Here I am again Back on the corner again Back where I belong Where I've always been Everything the same It'll never change Back on the corner again I'm in the healing game Down those ancient streets Down those ancient roads Where nobody knows Where nobody goes Back on the corner again You ever think the same It'll never change in the healing game Will the cry boys sing What I've always been Sing a song with soul Baby don't you know You can let it roll On a saxophone Backstreet jelly roll I'm in the healing game Will the homeboys sing Sing a song of praise By the golden days In the healing game Sing it out loud Sing it in your name Sing it like you're proud Sing a healing game Sing the healing game. 